Yo, what's up, guys? We are the White Potatoes. Aliens are afoot, and no one will save you. Ooh. Ooh. A foot, you say? A foot. What about a hand? <laughs> They're not. <laughs> what's up, guys? Hey. I'm Steven. I'm James. And we are the, the Ripe Potatoes. Potatoes. Back at you. Hot. Episode number 172, baby. Damn. That's a lot. It's it been is. a while. Thank you for rolling with us. Hell yeah. We appreciate all of your immense support. Hell yeah. And everyone who's continued to uh, throw movies and interact and do all that bullshit with yes, us. thank you. So, appreciate all I'm of you. I'm still always surprised when people are like, oh, I listen to your guys' podcast. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And it's always <laughs> like, the, the, the shitty part of me is like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. Which part you like? Yeah. Did you like? <laughs> I don't remember what I said, so tell me what, it, what was yeah, funny. Which, which one was it? Because most of the time it's just us bantering back and forth anyway. It yeah. It has nothing to do with the fucking movie. <laughs> which is why it's perfect. Hell yeah. Right. Hell yeah. Here's the fucking info for No One Will Save You. No One Will Save You was released on September 19th, 2023 and was directed by Brian Duffield. The film stars Caitlin Dever, Geraldine Singer, and Elizabeth Kalwev. Kalwev? Kalwev? Anyway. Mm-hmm. The film had a budget of $22.8 million USD. And this was one of those straight to Streamers. straight to Hulu's. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big fucking budget anyway. It is. It's surprising how much, like, how do they get, does Hulu pay for the whole thing or do they just pay for the distribution? You know, and that's what I'm wondering. I have no fucking clue. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or maybe it's like for every X amount watched, like somebody fucking pays them from somewhere. Yeah. I have no idea. I've always wondered that because if it's straight to streaming, then... You know what sucks? Is every Disney movie that's straight to streaming. <laughs> You're not wrong. I was there's, trying to think there's about There's not many good. Yeah. I can't think of any that I was like, damn, that was pretty good. Yeah, when they did redid Under Wraps, I was like, oh, this is fucking terrible. And then they're like, hey, guess what? There's a second one. I was like, yeah, You're doubling down yeah, on the it, terrible. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this one probably sucks just as much as that first one. I'm still mad that the... The original, the original isn't on there. It's not on there. And it's the fir- it's literally the first Disney Channel movie. It's so fucking good, dude. And it's lost to time now. Or if you could find it on a, a DVD or a VHS hidden somewhere. It's probably a goldmine. Because it is. That's some history right there. I know. That they've overwritten. They're trying to make us forget. Bastards. Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the synopsis of this uh, movie. Bryn finds solace within the walls of the home where she grew up until she's awakened one night by strange noise from unearthly intruders. Oh, that's kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, okay. Doesn't really give you much of anything, but yeah. I mean, but I, neither does the movie. Yeah, I liked this because it just. It was like 10 minutes of setup, and then it just. Have fucking like, went back. Yeah, I thought I was gonna be like the whole oh, I'm things are missing or oh, I'm this has moved over here, you know, yeah, typical haunting or aliens type thing. But nope, it was just like right when the sun went down, yep, it fucking started. And I was like, oh my god, it was pretty fucking yeah, it was pretty quick. And then it kept up with it for the rest of the movie, yeah. So thank goodness because I ain't got time for that. 
All right, motherfuckers. Here are the statistics. The critics gave it an 81%. This is an average rating of 7.1 out of 10. Total ratings, 113. 92 of which were fresh. 21 were rotten. The audience gave it a 56%. This is an average rating of 3.2 out of 5. Average ratings, or, oh, sorry, total ratings, more than 1,000. IMDb gave it a 6.3 out of 10. And 68% of Google users like this movie. So it's kind of it's kind of everywhere, honestly. I mean, critics way up in the eighty range, and then you got audience at a fifty. So that's pretty odd. Pretty odd. Fifty six home. I think I know why they probably didn't like this movie. But hey, guess what? Tangent. I found under wraps on eBay for fifty dollars. God dang. VHS <laughs> or what? DVD, baby. Ooh, fuck, dude. That's so it's sick. It's fucking sealed. I'm like... <laughs> I like how you're like, yo, I found it. I, I couldn't not think <laughs> You can about resist. It. Yeah. Um, so if anyone's want to kick me an extra 50 ducats. Yeah, I'll there you go. We'll, we'll go ahead and it. review it for you, too. <laughs> and then maybe what we'll do is we'll do one of those lives where we watch the movie together and get banned from Twitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck Twitch. We were pretty close, dude. We were? We oh, were yeah. very close. Do we get a cease and desist? Yeah, oh. essentially. It's like, <laughs> hey, we noticed that this has copywritten content. Take it down or... Your account will be removed. And oh. I was like, oh, my bad. Chill. Whoops. Whoops. Anyways. Here, here's our terms and conditions that you signed. <laughs> here's my middle finger that says go fuck yourself. Yeah, I don't remember signing that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's get on to these critics positive reviews. Critics positive reviews. Uh, number one, a terrific piece of sci-fi filmmaking allowing the horror to flow through hours, the viewer, and the character's veins as the pressure to survive becomes exponentially more dire. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Number two, Duffield borrows elements from Signs, Invasions of the Body Snatchers, and War of the Worlds. And the home invasion scenes become pretty pretty repetitive. However, he deserves praise for taking his flick to places you didn't expect it would go. Okay. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah, it's a nobody, at least, that I've ever seen, I guess, yeah. in the film. Um, I don't know, it's pretty good, though. I liked it. Number three, uh, Deaver commands the screen with only... Uh, as the only character of note doing a good job at wordlessly, wordlessly conveying awkwardness, guilt, melancholy, and fear. Huh. I like that. It's like, it basically is. It's like, yo, there's one person in this fucking Yeah, movie. and it's hard to like... Will Smith did it pretty good in yep. I Am Legend. It's hard to be by yourself. I feel like, yeah. Because you have nothing to lot worse, yeah. act with. It's not really... Yeah, it's not acting. It's literally... Yeah. Acting. What is it? <laughs> Number four, uh, a nearly wordless alien invasion film that doesn't pull punches? Yes, Brian Duffield and Caitlin Deaver have accomplished just that. It's incredible. I like that. Because I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about the talking. It literally... It, it, I was telling Beef, it kind of reminded me of like uh, The Quiet Place, or A Quiet Place, or whatever the fuck the movie's called. Yeah. It reminded me like that, where literally, the, since it's so quiet, it's only what's on the screen that you're really paying attention yeah, to. Yeah, just... It just makes it uneasy feeling. Yeah. I like it. And last number five. It lays in too many ideas in a frantic third act, bringing or making it hard to follow and near impossible to digest. We cannot, however, fault its ambition. Duffield is on to something here, and a tremendous and a tremendous diva just about holds it together. Half a great sci-fi. Okay, that's like I, an on the fence, but... I think I'll, I'm with that one, because I'm like... I think when we watched it, I was like, huh. And then I was like, it was good up until it wasn't. That's That's <laughs> me, though, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, 
Was that it? Like, oh. Okay. Yeah, the the ending was uh it was different. Yeah. That's for sure. So which and then I, I remember texting you about that too because I was like, yo, did you realize this or whatever? And it was kind of fucking So spoilers obviously, as you guys know. But basically she had like a town that she built, like a mini town that she built in her house, like models and shit. Yeah. And basically like at the end you realize that she's just coexisting with these fucking creatures yeah, yeah. and it's basically the town that she's created mm-hmm. which is kind of i don't know it's kind of interesting i did but, i don't know i like that but then i don't because like the the aliens have to take like a need the host yeah but then there's like three other different aliens that you meet yeah where are those guys I get are you. they there's only one that needs the host and that's the one she says hi to at the end and then yeah. Where's the the gray and like the tall one and the the one that beats? Aren't those the ones up? that like fucking spew out that shit though? Do they? I because yeah, because there's a scene where the fucking alien like holds her down mm-hmm. and then it actually goes into her throat or whatever. Oh. So they're the one. It's like a baby essentially from those aliens. Oh. I wonder if it's almost like a like a pilot. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. spit that thing into you and then they can control yeah. Because when body. It, when they uh, I think when she killed it, that's when the, she seen that trail. Yeah. Yep. So it might be, yeah, the, it just needs a husk. Ooh, ooh, I like that. A husk, not a host. Oy. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was fucking cool. I like And <laughs> there's, there was a comment in here, which I'll, I'll comment on it, obviously, when it yeah. comes up. But I was like, huh, that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> so, anyway, here's the Critics Negative Reviews. Critics Negative Reviews. This film is at once technically... Per- Proficient and decently edited, but due to gimmick, no one will save you feels like a heartless exercise, less cinema than bad black box theater. Okay, whatever that means. Number two, sadly, the lack of dialogue feels more like a gimmick than a strength of the storytelling here. Dever is terrific as always, but where it ends up getting, or where it ends up going can't help but feel like a letdown. I feel like the the lack of dialogue is, is the movie's strength. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, that that gives me, at least personally, more of an unsettled feeling. Yeah, and even, like, just think of it as, like, you're, how how much do you talk when you're by yourself? Almost never. Never. Yeah. I've gone entire, like, days without saying a word. Yeah. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm literally by myself, so I'm like, there's nothing. Yeah, what, there's nothing what do to, I say? Who am I talking to? Myself? Talk to the fucking My walls. dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say things to my dog, but literally, like. Once you're by yourself, there's not there's nothing you can or want to say. Yep. And then considering that she's like essentially like a pariah in her her small town or wherever, like who's she gonna? She has no one to talk to. Yeah. That's very true. Once she gets spat on. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> uh, number three, it presents a classic sci-fi invasion story while offering its own unique elements, but it overstays its welcome in some aspects that feel repetitive. Okay. Number four, Deborah gives a charged performance defined by her physical commitment and latent traces of regret. It's an anchor that holds a tenuous story in place for most of Brian Duffield's movie, although landing the haywire conclusion is beyond even Deborah's reach. Which, yeah, anyway. Number five, ultimately, ultimately, though, the payoff feels slightly more confusing or pointless than either of those giving no one will save you points for bold effort and skillful movie making without a final captivating twist. I mean, it, there is a twist. Yeah. And it's very it's different than most shit you see 
Uh, um, <laughs> I'm still waiting to see the fucking comment. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I, don't, but, I don't like thing. I don't know. I not. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the twist. I guess. Okay. Just because it's like those poor people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about like a population of everyone, and she's like the only one. Like, oh hey, I could finally be myself. Yeah. But I kind of wished it was like how I don't know. Like, the ending is all in her head, kind of, like, she's still being probed or whatever the fuck, but they yeah. gave her that, this is, hey, we'll give you a happy ending, but... it's It almost reminds me, literally, of, like, an alien ant farm style. Yeah. Like, hey, since you were the you figured out how to get the fucking bug out of your throat and you were able to not succumb to our shit, mm-hmm. like, cool, you can just live on here, essentially. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I did like it. I like the aliens and I like the I don't know. I like the movie. Uh, yeah, I like everything up until up the, until that the, the twist. Yeah. Because it was so it was so scary to me just cuz like you just think it's normal a normal gray alien that's like running around her house and I was like I hate that you can't see it all the way. Yeah. That's the thing like most horror movies scare me like that is like you can't see it all the way yeah and so it's blurred or it's running around in the background or it's hidden by darkness shit like that fucking freaks me out <laughs> and so I remember we watched it and I was like yep I don't like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever I yeah I'll, I'll get that way even when I'm by myself I was like yep I don't like that <laughs> but that's how it was where you, it was just chasing her around and doing all that shit and then yeah. like well she won and then boom there's all there's already a fucking other one yeah and right, she just has to there. keep like fighting them off yeah. Kills that one, and then she falls out the window, and then you're like, oh, she's fine, and then it cuts to, like, her over the shoulder, and it's a shot of her shed, and you see something on top of the roof, and so I'm like... So fucking uncomfortable. I thought it was just, like, an alien standing there, and it turns out it's hella fucking tall. Yeah. And just, like, walked around it, and I was like, I f- oh, that fucking... I hated that. And then they do, like, a, their fucking call, yeah. too, and I was just like, yeah, that's not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not... That's not comfy. Yeah. Let's just say that. So, I don't know. I think all the... Everything... The aliens had good designs and everything yeah. like that, but that... That shed scene was fucking great. That's what I was just So good. I don't fucking like that. Because all you see is two, like, dots of eyes, and I'm like, oh, it's on the roof. And then it, like, moved over, and I'm like, holy fuck, it's so tall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's disgusting. Yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. All right. Uh, you know what's not disgusting? Audience positive reviews. Give it to Audience positive reviews. There we go. Number one, it was good. Then then it was not a letdown. To me, it was more like a surprise since I didn't expect such an ending when, when I see an alien-focused movie. It was fun. It was a funny twist. As for the almost no talking, I seriously didn't notice it until I read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the expressions and all the action pretty much did the talking. Yeah. Smiley face. Yeah, that's that's it, dude. Yeah, she. I think she did a great job. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like her breathing and shit. Like mm-hmm. you can tell she's. Or it's a tense scene because she's... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, and she's in her room and it's like jumping on her bed. Dude. It's so good. Oh. It's got those little disgusting toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lifts up its whole body. Number two, I don't want to give anything away, but it's really missing one clear thing. It's a bit uh, it's a bit artsy, so we'll have certain... Uh, well, sorry. It's a bit artsy, so we'll have a certain audience. But I do think it's worth a watch, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least it didn't do that fucking other bullshit I hate what's that just having like it was like a dumb fun movie uh-huh. it didn't have like all the other fucking bullshit it didn't bring any like political shit into it you yeah. know what I'm saying so I was like a, it was a 
straight watch for me. I didn't have to be like, give it that face, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, think about it. Like, oh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> give it a really? <laughs> <laughs> Number three, I went to this movie not knowing, a, not knowing a stitch about it. Besides a fleeting moment of thinking it was a tad too long, I thought No One Will Save You was gripping and original with an unpredictable ending. The essence of dialogue. Oh, sorry. The absence of dialogue only made it more interesting. There you go. See, you got yeah. both sides of the fucking fence there. I like it. Yeah. Number four, a fun alien slash thriller slash slasher film. Whoa, Whoa. shit, chill. Where's that at? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone decided to do something different than homogenous horror products that uh, that are served up year after year. True that. We got time for that same old bullshit. Yeah, buddy. It ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> now, last one, number five. Great movie. Very original with a fantastic character arc. Really unique and kind of slyly funny. The ultimate, the ultimate, sorry, the ultimate anti-hero story. Don't understand people not liking this. Yeah, you like what you like, baby. Yep. That's Beef's mantra. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unless I don't like what you like. You also know what it, fucking You know what else his fucking mantra is? Fuck these audience negative reviews. <laughs> audience negative reviews. Here they go. <laughs> Number one, I was looking at my watch 30 minutes in. I get it. Regret. Self-recrimination. No self-forgiveness. Oh, so deep. This was a 45-minute Twilight Zone Black Mirror episode that just was in love with itself. I really did not like this movie. That was a mouthful, but that that's okay. Was hard. <laughs> I was looking at my watch 10 seconds into this fucking review. Yeah, dude. <laughs> tell him, dude. Tell him. <laughs> Number two. So what is the message here? Kill your best friend with a rock and get rewarded by aliens because poor me. Aliens that mastered interstellar travel and telekinesis yet can't overcome a girl with a pot of boiling water. This was ridiculous. Stop shoving art into alien movies. Want to watch a good alien horror movie? Check out Dark Skies. That movie is fine. Is it? I haven't seen it all It's okay. I mean, whatever. It was fine. No, you want to watch a good alien horror movie? Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky, baby. The only one you need to watch. Yeah, the only one you need to watch and then listen to our podcast review of. Yes. Do that. And then read the book. Yeah, and then ignore this fucking idiot's review. (laughs) Dumb bitch. All right, here's number three. It lacked context. Narrative was trying to be overly artsy. What is this artsy shit? Aliens seemed too aggressive to create a utopia, but I guess they did. The whole concept was lazy and was only trying to go for shock value. Spoiler, shock was lackluster. Okay. What's shock value? I don't fucking know. I'm trying to think where in this movie there was... Any sort of fucking... I don't know. Maybe they're talking about just scares in general. I don't know. All I know is, I think the artsy thing you. is just them not talking. Like, ooh, they're trying to be different, not saying a word. Yeah. But to your, I mean, what are they gonna do? Fucking, sure, you talk. Didn't she try talking to one alien? Yeah. She said shit to one alien, and then she was like, "Fuck it, yellow swag, you're dead." Yeah, get fucked. That's how I would say. Yeah. And then she doesn't need to talk to the rest. What's she? What's she gonna say? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Number four. Waste of my time. Movie drops you in with no reason to care about the characters at all. No context, no reason, no meaning. No moral to the story. Weird style and cheesy. 
So is your mom. Ooh. Cheesy with that disgusting blue waffle she's got, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Number <laughs> just getting way too aggressive. Yeah. Number five. <laughs> this movie wannabe should not be classified as horror movie ever. Horrible acting and the story was even more horrible. The ending makes you want to commit suicide. Okay. Jesus shit, Christ. Lord, dude. Please don't waste your time. Yeah, you shouldn't waste your time. If the movie made you want to... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep going. You need to see somebody. Yeah, yeah you, you need to go to fuck that. yourself. How about that? I'll just say that. <laughs> can't, can't get too dark, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. All right, guys. Well, yeah, it wasn't that's that all bad. those chingaderas. kill myself. Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah. I, I thought it was better than... I probably liked it. Um, I would say it wasn't like the best movie I've ever seen, but uh-huh. it definitely wasn't terrible, especially for... Like an alien movie? Yeah. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, like I said before, so. like I like the whole... It just happening. I like when yeah. movies do that. They just fucking happen. They don't need to fucking spoon feed you. Like, oh, fucking... My phone isn't working. There's fucking crop circles in my backyard. Yeah. My stuff's going missing. I'm forgetting time. Yeah. No, just fucking bam. Night one. Yeah, exactly. That's what, And that's kind of why I liked even like a War of the Worlds. Yeah. It's like shit just starts happening. It's the guy like, at home gets off work and then fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Aliens attack. Yeah, it's so fucking tight. That's a great movie. It is. The OG. We had to watch that in school after listening to the radio show. Oh, it was Orson so Welles. It was. Is that who did it? Yeah, he's the, did the radio. Oh yeah, it was fucking good. I remember it. I I listened to it in fifth grade, mm-hmm. so I I didn't know who it was at the time, but it was fucking badass. I read that. Um, what's it called? The book. How was it? It's pretty good. I liked it because it takes place like in, like, it feels like old-timey England, like with carriages and shit. Yeah. And so I'm like, I was even more worried because how the fuck these guys in a fight? They have fucking gunpowder and shit. Yeah. They have no guns. (laughs) And it's just them. It's literally the guy, the whole book is pretty much the guy like running away because there's no way to like fight these things. Yeah. You know, I'm not really sure why we listened to it. I'm pretty sure we were supposed to read the book and I probably didn't. Yeah. Because that sounds like something I would have done at that time. (laughs) Um, but for for this movie, no one will save you, Beef. We have critics at an eighty-one and the audience at a fifty-six. What would you have given this? Fifty? No, I'm just kidding. Um, eighty-one. I'll stick with the eighty-one. Like I didn't hate it. Yeah, I thought it was like as much as I said it was really good up until it wasn't. I still had a fun time on that ride. Up yeah. until the ending, where I was like, eh, it was, it was okay. It was maybe literally like the last ten minutes anyway. It wasn't like it took up a huge chunk of your yeah. time, at least. All up until that, like, you find out why she's alone. And I'm like, oh, dang, that's why. And then I, I assume that's what the aliens felt for her. Like, oh, hmm, hmm. I guess you can hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, 81 sounds fair. Okay. A B. I'm cool with Solid that. B. Yeah, I'd, I'm going to go with 81, too, actually. I was literally going to just side with it. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to go over that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm just like, like, more think about it. Like, uh, it's good. Don't get us wrong. But it can be better. But it can be better. <laughs> <laughs> Most things can. Yeah. And that's okay. But you know what else is great? It's Fun Facts with James. Baby. I never have my notes out. Like, every time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my. I he is so un... fucking fricked my shit in the bed. I'm shit in the bed. He is shitting all Put over Put that my candy floor. down. Thank oh. you. Put that cookie down. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch fucking Christmas movies. Me too. I'm stoked. Okay. Oh. And now, fun facts with James. That's me. Sorry. 
just three days after the film was released on Hulu, Stephen King Stephen King gave it the highest praise on his Twitter account, uh, where he posted this comment: "No one will save you. Brilliant, daring, involving, scary. If you have to go, uh, if you have to go back over sixty years to a Twilight Zone episode called The Invaders, nineteen sixty one, to find anything mo- remotely like it, truly unique. I like that. Yeah, that's why Stephen King's a fucking go, dude. I don't give a fuck." That guy's just drugged out, fucking, didn't give a fuck about anything, dude, and he's just brilliant. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Shouts out, my guy. Fucking A. We're uh, friends, by the way, if you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> the alien design was heavily based on the sketches done in America in the 1950s, describing by abducted people and people that have close encounters of the third kind. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I like that. There is a total of three lines of dialogue in the whole f- in the whole film. Any other dialogue is either background noise, muffled from the soundtrack, or from the aliens. God dang! Yeah, three lines, huh? Does it tell you what they're? No. Oh, okay. There are only five words spoken throughout the entire film. Holy fucking piss! Yeah, which I like. That's cool. I don't think that's a gimmick. I really like. You don't need dialogue. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> the first official dialogue moment happens at an hour and nine minutes. God damn. <laughs> It is revealed in a flashback sequence when the aliens are probing her mind that Bryn killed her childhood childhood friend Maud by hitting her in the head of the rock, swinging her right arm, causing a devastating blow to Maud. Bryn uses the same technique to kill the first alien that invades her home. When the alien tries to use telekinesis to restrain Bryn, she swings her left arm out and stabs it in the head with a damaged clock tower in her from her model town, killing it. Fuck. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even think about that. Like Me it's neither. the same way, but yeah. Yeah, that scene was fucking cool. Muscle memory, baby. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this move. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> In a 2020 interview with Fangoria, David Duffield explained his intentions with the ending. I think the assumption, or sorry, quote, I think the assumption should be that it is a wide, widespread invasion. I mean, in the last shot, the aliens are just openly hovering in the sky. They're They're not trying to be cute about it. As for the ending, for me, it was about Caitlin Deaver's character and, and I guess, two things. One, it was wanting her to wind up somewhere better at... Or, sorry. One, I was wanting her to wind up somewhere better at the end of the movie than at the start. Because even before the movie has gone through... or it, God damn it, I'm fucking this all up, sorry. <laughs> because even before the movie has... Even before the movie, she has gone through quite a bit. And then during the movie, she has gone through even more. And y'all know I just really like I really like this kid, especially because I felt like she had already been been paying for her sins. She knows it too. Even when she gets spit on, there's no outrage. There's no outrage. She's just like, well, this is what I deserve. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to take it and accept it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm alive in front of you. By the end of the movie, I wanted her to come out of the other side in a better situation. And then, on, and then on top of that, I think that the aliens. Well, let me put it like this: If you get bit by a stray dog, a lot of people would want to see that dog put down. But you also have people that would want to sit with the dog, calm it down, and talk to it. See if maybe that dog can be rehabilitated and become a valuable member of society. I think that this partially is how the aliens were viewing us. And so, anything that someone did to hurt that alien, I think they view it as an occupational, we're at war kind of thing. Collateral damage, even if the war was just one day long. They're pleasant, or 
they're pleasantly surprised by Bryn, and they're really interested in people in an anthropological way. They're like, this is a very interesting culture, and we've conquered it, but that doesn't mean we can't erase it. Ooh. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's an interesting view. I, I do kind of like that, though, at least to that, you know, for that perspective of, yeah, we can't necessarily just fucking knock her off the planet because yeah. this one this one's actually trying to fucking like fight this one you. wants to live like yeah and the fact the fact that she rips that fucking thing out of her throat I was like oh that's so good yeah that's fun anyway is that it? that's it that's all holy I got holy shit not a lot surprising but 27 minutes sorry Nez <laughs> sorry dog speaking of which uh, Nez from East Society Podcast he will be going to Comic Con with well no, we'll meet there. Well, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll run into him on the floor. Yeah, maybe he'll give us a flight because, uh, you know, <laughs> shouts out, dog. What's up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're all going to be there, so make sure you guys smash that follow. Mash it. Mash taters. Um, Go check out East Society Podcast. Check out East Society. MacNez Podcast. Fuck yeah. And then we'll all be there. We'll be there. Sure. Hopefully, uh, not a lot of people on the floor be in the fucking way this time. Yeah, true. Get the fuck out. Yeah. We don't like you. Go wait in line at Hall H. Yeah, you little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Go wait in line at Hall H. Which hopefully the writer strike shit, right? Writers and actor strike. It should should kind of be back to normal. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm I'm hopeful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hoping to see a little bit more authors there. Like this last year, apparently uh, the gentleman who wrote World War Z. Uh, Max Brooks. Max Brooks, he was there. Was he? Yeah. There was a lot of like my favorite creators, but I only wanted to see one. That was Jock. Yeah. But I was just like, there were so many more, and I'm just like, I then I underestimated the vastness of how big this convention is. Yeah. And it's dude, it's hard to do anything there. It is yeah. fucking like you. It's frustrating. <laughs> we got to sit down and like block out what we want to do because this time we're just like, well, we'll just check this out and check that out and then, yeah. There's a there's so much going on that we we can fucking see. Yeah, that's very true. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay, guys. It's fine. But we'll be there. So if there's anything you want to see, content wise, let us know. Yes. And make sure you follow us on our TikTok at the ripe potatoes. All oh, one word. Yes. <laughs> that's what's like. No underscores here, baby. Uh, make sure you're following us on our Instagram at the underscore ripe underscore potatoes. And then you can follow us over on our personals at xchief underscore beefx. And comic x steve. Later. Bye. This has been a Ripe Potatoes production.